Shannon. Hi, Vanna. How are you? I'm good. I'm feeling okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> How are you? Wait, did you say I'm good? Did I ask you that already? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, how are you, Shannon? I'm good. Do you notice, I guess, something different? No. It's completely quiet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? There's no noise? I feel no. like this is the first time you're recording in your apartment. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's weird, but... Here we are. Cool. It's nice. Yep. I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss hearing my dog scratching at my door to be let in. But at least I can go visit her still. Yeah. But anyway, it's my turn for this episode. And (laughs) so I was trying to find a good story to do. And... I found this one story, and it seemed very interesting to me. It's not super long, and I already told Vane that I think that she's going to be annoyed at it, <laughs> or she's not going <laughs> to no, like it. No, you told it. me that you're not, yeah, that I'm not going to like it. But I feel like you're going to be annoyed <laughs> also <laughs> at the end. So I wanted to do something different. This is kind of a mystery, but kind of not a mystery I guess, if anything, I would just consider it more into, like, a weird incident. Okay, kind of like that one time you did a story about that person who people thought time-traveled or something? Yeah. Okay. But kind of like that, but kind of not. <laughs> okay, Because this I'm involves ready. a real person. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to be telling you today the story of Agatha Christie. Who is okay. from England. Cool. All right. I just have a little bit of her background, but let me just get into it. So, Agatha Mary Clarissa Miller was born on September 15th, 1890 in Torquay, De- Devon, I guess, which was in the southwest part of England. It's pronounced so, Devon. I almost said Devon. Can, <laughs> I have, no, like, I, I honestly almost said Devon, but I was like, I don't know if that's right. Anyway, <laughs> she was the youngest child of three, and she was homeschooled and taught by her own mother for the majority of her youth. So as a child, Agatha loved playing pretend and coming up with different characters So much so that her mom, at some point, started encouraging her to write. So that's all I have for her childhood. In 1914, when Agatha was 24, she married her husband, Colonel Archibald Christie. So she turned into Agatha Christie. Okay. And then in 1920, Agatha ended up publishing her first book, which was called The Mysterious Affair at Styles. Wait, how old was she again? This was, uh, let's see. You're making me do math. Sorry. I kind of want to put, like, the age of when she... 30. She was 30. She was 30 and she just released a book. Yep, her first book. In 1926, so around this time she was about 36, Agatha ended up publishing multiple detective novels and they ended up becoming very popular. Wow, that's really cool. She was starting to become very well-known. Like, it was just crazy. 
Dika Jones, who was an editor-in-chief of Vanity Fair at the time, wrote how Agatha, quote, captures something elemental about mysteries. That motive and opportunity may suffice for a crime, but the satisfying part is the detective's revelation of who done it, how, and why, end quote. So a lot of people were impressed by her books. Interesting. I didn't think that that's where that was going to head, but good for her, right? Agatha's official biographer, Janet Morgan, described her as, quote, a very humorous person. She was amused by life and by human beings and by how they behaved, end quote. So I feel like it's kind of interesting because it kind of you're kind of getting a sense of who she is. Like she pays attention to people also. And, you know, like how the biographer said how people behave, the different things people do. And I'm pretty sure she probably used that to create her various characters for her books. Yeah. So after moving around London for a bit, Agatha, her husband, and their daughter, Rosalind, ultimately settled in an area outside the city called Sunningdale. On December 3rd, 1926, Agatha Christie left her house with nothing more than a briefcase in the late evening. Before she left, she gave her daughter a kiss goodnight and left a few letters before driving away in their family's car. Left a few letters? What do you mean? You'll see. I'm going to explain that. Like, left letters for her family? You'll see. I'm going to explain that. Okay. Okay. Her car ended up being found abandoned on December 4th, so the next day that she apparently left. And it was abandoned near Guilford, near a quarry. Okay. So three days later on December 6th, news of Agatha's disappearance was on the front page of the New York Times. Because they found the car, but they just didn't know where she was. There was no traces of her. Okay. So the police found the disappearance strange from where the car was found to the letters from Agatha that were left. One was left for her secretary, one for her husband, and one for her brother-in-law. Her secretary? Yeah, because she's an author. Well, yeah, but... Okay. (laughs) What'd they say? Okay, so I guess before I continue, so far, what are your thoughts? I'm a little confused. I guess I want to know where she went and why and... You said that she wrote one for her brother-in-law? Yeah. And that sounds weird. <laughs> like, right. I'm thinking some kind of weird affair happened or something. I honestly thought that, too, initially when I first saw that. All right. So right now, all we have is she left one night with just a briefcase. She left some letters. And then her car was found abandoned somewhere. Yeah. So Agatha's husband chose not to share what was in his letter because... Apparently, he said it was too personal, so he didn't want to share it. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. And I was like, that sounds kind of suspicious. (laughs) Agatha's secretary stated that the letter that she received was just a schedule in it. It didn't really specify what type of schedule, like if it was (laughs) Agatha's work schedule or what, but it was apparently it was just a schedule. What if she left her schedule of things to do? I'm leaving, but before I do, I need you to get all this shit done. <laughs> Maybe. That would make sense. That'd be kind of sad. And then finally, 
Agatha's brother-in-law informed the police that in his letter, Agatha wrote that she was <laughs> sorry that she was going to a spa in Yorkshire. Van, are you still there? Hello? Oh no! <laughs> I don't hear you. All right, we're back after some technical difficulties. Yeah, my internet went out. (laughs) So anyway, we had just discussed what was in Agatha's secretary's letter. Yeah. So now I'm just going to continue from there. I'm not sure if you heard it or not, but, you know, that's where we're going to continue from. Okay, so we went over the letter that Agatha's husband got and then the letter that Agatha's secretary got. So finally, Agatha's brother-in-law informed the police that in his letter, Agatha wrote that she was going to a spa in Yorkshire. Oh, wow. And this is, I guess, what seemed initially kind of crazy to me, because even with the letters, the police believed that it could be a possible suicide case. Really? Yeah. Like somebody maybe was trying to cover it up? Maybe, but, and initially I was confused because I'm like, if the letter literally says that she's in a spa, like, why wouldn't they just go check? But then I realized, well, they found her car abandoned. Oh, that's true. But so then, I mean, tell me they still checked. (laughs) I mean, as far as I know, as of now, they, you know, it doesn't state if they went to go check. Okay. So they believed it could be a possible suicide case because... Where the car was abandoned, it was also close to a natural pond nearby that had the name of the Silent Pool because it was believed to be bottomless. Interesting. So, as the investigation occurred, there were many different rumors circulating as to what had actually happened to Agatha or where she was. One of the rumors stated that Agatha's disappearance was actually a publicity stunt for an upcoming series that she was going to have called, quote, The Mystery of the Downs, end quote. Okay. And and I was like, I mean, I think I would believe that, too. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do that. So it's possible. But, like, I obviously feel like that's not the case, right? So when th- that rumor circulating, Agatha's secretary strongly denied it by stating, quote, it is ridiculous. Miss Christie is quite too much a lady for that. She never for a moment would think of causing all this sorrow and suspense. It is the last thing in the world she would do, end quote. Well, that's nice for sticking up for her. And in a way, her statement also does kind of make sense because, at least to me personally, because I'm thinking, I mean, if she has her daughter you know what I mean I feel like her daughter would also be emotionally impacted by all of this yeah that's true but where is she going in the first place and especially after leaving notes and why did she leave a letter for her daughter that's very true I don't know so around 10,000 to 15,000 volunteers damn that's a lot of people that's a lot of (laughs) a lot of probably a lot of fans also Yeah. They worked together to search for Agatha near where her car had been found on December 13th. So the search party included, quote, six trained bloodhounds, 
a great load of Airedale Terriers, many retrievers, and Alsatian police dogs, end quote. Wow. I know, right? That's intense. Lots of people really like her. Mm-hmm. So while searching the area, the police found a variety of items, which included, quote, bottles labeled as poison, lead, and opium, a torn-up postcard, a woman's fur-lined coat, a loaf of bread, and two <laughs> children's books, end quote. So this is all found in the surrounding area. Yes. So it's not even, like, guaranteed that all of those items from, have to do yeah. with her. <laughs> but it was yeah, just... Yeah, it could just be litter, like, exactly. randomly. But they're just saying that this was stuff that they found. Okay. And then since they still couldn't find Agatha, even with the search party and everything, they couldn't find her or even worst case scenario, her body. There was a seance that was also held at the quarry where her car was abandoned. Okay. So they were just kind of trying anything to figure out where she was. Yeah. Uh, That's sad. At this point, I feel like people would be like kind of in a way, losing hope or, like, kind of looking at the worst possible scenarios at this point? Yeah, it's been about already 10 days that have passed. And if they haven't been able to find, like, really a single clue or, you know, figure out or have any types of leads of where she could possibly be, I can imagine that you, in a way, may start losing hope. Yeah, that's true. So, quote, the police have information which they refuse to divulge and which leads them to the view that Miss Christie had no intention of returning when she left home, end quote. And that was something that a newspaper reported. So the police weren't, like, giving information out? Maybe they weren't giving a lot of information out. I feel like maybe what happened is because the police didn't have a lot of information in the first place. (laughs) They were being very vague when people were asking questions. So to reporters, it may have come off. At least this is what my thoughts are. It may come off as they were trying to hide something. Exactly. That makes sense. I mean, reporters usually don't get all the information until after it's been reviewed and after they know that it's either fact or false information and also at the same time i feel like normally the police at times they aren't going to give out a bunch of information so that it doesn't affect the investigation yeah and right now they don't have anything so yeah everything could be something exactly dun 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 so after 10 days had passed from her initial disappearance agatha was finally found (gasps) They found her? Yeah, they found her. For some reason, I thought you were going to be like, when she was never seen again. No, no, no. I told you, initially, I thought this was a mystery, but it's kind of not a mystery. It's like a weird incident. Okay. (laughs) Because if it was a mystery, then I would have been like, she wasn't found. But she was found. Is she dead? No. That's the thing. She's alive? She was not only alive, but she was at... It was a place called the Harrogate Spa in Yorkshire. The fucking spa. See, I, I, <laughs> I knew it. They should have gone to check the spa. 
So did the police find her because they were finally like, hey, let's check so, out this first clue that she gave us. <laughs> it didn't give me uh, information on how they found her. It was just said that she was found at wow. the spa. So Agatha's husband went to pick her up. And afterwards, he informed reporters that, quote, she does not know who she is. She has suffered from the most complete loss of memory, end quote. What the fuck? How? Why? <laughs> that that does not seem like a coincidence. <laughs> you I, know what? I feel like the answers are probably in the letter that her husband got. That's what I was thinking, too, especially if he... Because, I don't know, it's all seemed a little sketchy him saying, like, oh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. It's too personal. That makes me think if it's a missing persons case, there's probably some type of clue in that letter. Yeah. Besides that statement that he made to the reporters, Agatha's husband also stated that Agatha was not able to remember how she even ended up at the spa. Okay, and nobody at the spa saw her get there before the sudden memory loss? Okay, like, what? Well, give me a second. I guess there is one tidbit of information that may kind of answer that. So, okay. after some time passed, Agatha's friends would say, quote, It was the unspoken subject. Agatha refused to talk about it to anyone. It was a real no-go, end quote. So she wouldn't talk about it even though she couldn't remember anything? Yeah, I guess if people were asking her, like, but I feel like it's probably a lot of people asking her, like, how did you not remember or what happened? And then her just kind of be like, I don't remember. Yeah, but I feel like if I was in her position, I'd want to know more. So I'd be asking questions. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because, I mean, same here. If all of a sudden I ended up somewhere and I don't remember how I got there, I'd be like, well... How did I get here, you know? Yeah. So over time, people have speculated that Agatha's disappearance was due to a psychological meltdown that was caused from the depression she was going through due to the death of her mother around that time. Okay. And at the same time, though, others believe that this incident may have also just been a suicide attempt gone wrong. And then... What do you mean suicide attempt gone wrong? Like something she was trying to use to kill herself made her lose her memory? So you know how I spoke about that natural pond? People were saying that they believed it's a bottomless pit. Yeah. Initially, when the police were suspecting that it may possibly be a suicide case, at least what I'm assuming from context clues is that probably many people have used that pond to commit suicide okay. because it's a bottomless pit. And since the car was found in the area, that's why people are assuming that maybe she was trying or she was planning to commit suicide. And then who knows what happened. Mm, that seems a little far-fetched. So well, that's, that's why I'm saying that's just like uh, speculation. Yeah. 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 So question, do you know how far her car where her car was found and the pond and how far the distance between those two places is from the spa. Like, was it relatively close or was Uh, it like in a completely different city? 
I want to say it was like in a completely different city. Hold on. That Let makes me no sense. Hold what? on. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the two places and then no, check no need. It just doesn't that. make sense. <laughs> That's what I wondered too. Though. I was like, how did she even get how'd to she the get spot there? afterwards? Like somebody did she had hitchhike? to help. You know what? It was her her assistant. She sent her the schedule. Hey, I'm burning oh, my car. Oh, that's actually, I feel like, I'm, a good speculation, too. I'm going to be at this pond in case at something happens. Pond. Or I need you to be here at this time to take me to the spa. I don't know. Like, it seems a little bit suspicious. Or it could be her husband. Her husband got the note. Yo, meet me at the pond. <laughs> Yo, meet me at the pond. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let's see. I actually want to know now. <laughs> that man, oh my god. What? <laughs> but, tell me why. Okay, obviously it's it might not be exact because I looked up sp- like specifically like the town or the cities. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But tell me why it says that like by car, it's a four hour drive. Okay, see, that makes no sense. That is way too much time. And if she was walking, it would be a 71-hour walk. 71 hours? Yes. There's no way. Somebody took her. So I think she left three notes. One. But why? Why? Hold on. Why doesn't she remember anything? So so this, this third speculation... I believe the most because it makes sense. Who's and speculating this? Is this just this people? Gen- okay. Okay, but this one to me it seems the funniest <laughs> in a way, and it seems like it makes the most sense. Okay. Okay. So the third speculation is that some people believed that her disappearance was actually planned in order for her to punish. Her unfaithful husband. I knew it had to do with infidelity. (laughs) Okay. Because it turns out that when Agatha checked into the spa, she checked in under the name of, quote, Mrs. Tressa Neal, end quote, which was later found out to be the name of her husband's mistress. What? So I was like, to me, personally, it sounds like she kind of did that shit on purpose because if he went to go pick her up, he probably would have heard or seen that she checked in under that name. So you're saying that you think if this speculation is real about the mistress thing, that she wanted to tell her husband that she knew without actually telling him? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know, kind of like That'd a... That'd be kind of badass. <laughs> like, bitch, now you gotta pay for me to be in this nice spa and get exactly. some good treatment and on then, my skin. And then it's funny because apparently, even on the day that Agatha's husband went to go pick her up from the spa, Agatha allegedly kept her husband waiting in the spa lobby while she took her time getting all dressed up. Yeah, that was, sounds like she was fucking with him. Right? <laughs> I don't know, because so, to me, it sounds like the most believable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, like, from the beginning, it's weird that she would leave three notes, and one of them being her brother-in-law. To me, that's weird. Like, why? You never know. Like, maybe they were just close family. 
I guess. After the whole situation happened, Agatha and her husband actually ended up getting divorced 15 months later. No surprise. And I think I even read that it said that he ended up marrying his mistress. So did she ever explain the last name being the mistress last name? No. This is what makes me believe that it was planned is... Yes, maybe she lost her memory or whatever, but how could she have remembered that name? Yeah. Also, what makes you forget your memory like that, though? Well, Agatha only really spoke about the incident one time in a 1928 interview. She stated that she actually got the urge to drive herself into that pond, but she ended up... And I don't know how, because... It doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. But she said that she ended up suffering a concussion from driving to the pit's edge and that her actions afterwards were due to her experiencing out-of-body amnesia. Okay. But what triggered that? Maybe the concussion, apparently? But I feel like there's too many holes in that story. Me too. It all sounds a little fishy. Are you saying fishy because I said a pond? Maybe. (laughs) So that was the incident. Ultimately, Agatha ended up writing more than 70 detective novels in her life. And her work sold more than 2 billion copies worldwide. Wow. That's really good. Two examples of her work is... One of them is Murder on the Orient Express. Wow. is The Mystery of the Blue Train. That's really cool. Right? I thought you were going to say some name that I didn't even know. Well, didn't you know, you know, The Murder on the Orient Express, right? Yeah, but that's what was surprising, that I knew it. I thought you were going to say something like... Just something random? No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I I saw that towards the end, and I was like, wait, why does that sound familiar? And I was like, oh, I feel like Vanna knows of it. Yeah. Have you not seen the movie? Nope. At least? Oh. Nope, I have not. But now you know who wrote the book. That's really cool. So, yeah. so interesting that a person who writes novels like that (laughs) ends up in some kind of weird mystery and wait so she continued to write after this happened yes i feel like mm. at some point she gained her memory back because oh, it just she doesn't, just so I, it doesn't say that but i'm saying back. i feel like that's the only thing that makes sense i feel like it's all bs <laughs> she just made that up so she wouldn't have to like maybe pay the consequences for like kind of causing fifteen thousand. what you said 15,000 people? Yeah, about 15,000. Yeah, that many people to take time out of their day and go look for her when she was just trying to get back at her cheating husband. <laughs> yeah. So she I was mean, like, you know what? I don't remember this. You can't hold me accountable. <laughs> but it's weird because if she kept writing after the, the incident, I feel like... I don't know. Maybe it's just me thinking it and maybe it doesn't work that way. But if you lose your memory, don't you kind of lose a part of yourself to or like what made your, I guess, original ideas different? Like now you should be someone different or at least uh, not the same. I feel like 
maybe not necessarily. Well, I guess I it, I feel like it also would depend on the severity of the memory loss that you're having. Yeah, that's true. Um, because you, don't you remember how <laughs> I mean, she just gonna... happened to forget those few days and then she was okay. Like that's all it because was. Because I feel like it makes sense if it's just a few days because then you know it's like for especially if you're at a specific age. She was like in her mid 30s or like late 30s or whatever. You kind of already have a sense of self you know how you are so I feel like if it's just a few days you wouldn't lose that sense of self but if yeah. you lost like if you lost your memory like completely you didn't know who you were maybe you might become kind of different but I also feel like it depends because you know how it's like your environment also shapes you or the people yeah. around you shape you so if it's, you're still in the same environment with the same people you still just might turn out the same way yeah, but I feel like it would have taken time, you know, or I guess by her being different, I mean, like, not that she herself changed, but her way of communicating could be unknown to her. Because like you said, the way you grow up and the people around you shape you. So she can't remember that. But I guess that's where you, the other thing falls in, where it's like the severity of it. She didn't lose her memory of every day of her life, right? Yeah. No. Did she ever Apparently explain it was that? just those... I mean, That's at least so from dumb. the research I said, or the research that I saw, it was just like, basically, she doesn't remember how she got from her car and got to the spa. Okay, so, I mean, it's possible that it's true, but I don't buy it. Like, I feel like... Wait, wait, wait. I also just realized, I remember, or just remembered, the husband did say when he picked her up that she doesn't know who she is. Okay, exactly. That's why I had. I think that's probably why I asked that question because I now don't I'm know. confused. Did well, she so, forget who she is completely? So, Vanet, that's the mystery that's part the mystery? of this incident. Ugh. A lot of people are wondering, like, what exactly happened? How did she get from point A to point B? Like, what what is going on? Because she yeah. herself doesn't remember. So that's the mystery. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it's. I feel like she's lying. <laughs> I mean, she could be a victim of something, and then I'm sorry if I think you're lying and it's true, but I don't know. I There's nothing that happened to her physically for her to have that amount of loss of her mind, you know what I mean? Yeah, she had a concussion. <sighs> concussion. <laughs> I mean, I've never had a concussion, so I don't know. I mean, I guess, it, like, everything, it depends. Severity, blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> I feel like you just want to be like, she's lying. Like, she's, this is all just revenge. (laughs) You can't help but feel like it's a lie. But then there's that little smidgen of, like, little gap that you're like, wait, I mean, these things can happen. And if they happen to people and people don't believe them, and then they're kind of, like, victims that people don't believe. And, like, in that sense, I'm trying to be understanding and kind of, be open about the possibility of it being all true but the majority of my thoughts are like she's lying and she just wants to get away with all this shit <laughs> but again this is our opinions this is our thoughts on this subject yeah. we're not outright calling her a liar or anything like that well as i said you know I, there's a little part of me that doesn't believe she's lying little part yeah 
it's because I feel like there's certain things about this that or about this incident that you're like I mean like it's kind of hard to believe especially it's like if in the letter that she wrote to her brother-in-law it said she was gonna be at a spa yeah and then she ended up at the spa even if yeah. she forgot who she was is she, you know what I'm saying it's kind of weird but then it is just kind of weird everything else it makes you wonder like how did what so what if her husband didn't want <laughs> I'm just speculating again oh okay. yeah like to finish your point anything could be true and anything you know we just don't know but it's all speculation but right now I just thought about it as you were talking mm-hmm. what if the husband didn't want to read his letter because in that letter she was telling him all his shit like hey I know about this now you gotta like take me somewhere and we need to talk or she like basically told him that he was having some kind of affair or that she knew or that she like threatened him mm-hmm. and then when the brother-in-law said that she was at a spa the husband didn't automatically like obviously push to it or to like go look for her there because he knew he w- she was there maybe i don't know i'm just tossing a lot of ideas no i mean it makes now. that also could be a possibility yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're all in cahoots. <laughs> in cahoots. But yeah, so that's that's my Agatha Christie mystery. It's fun. I enjoyed it. I do like the fact that she wrote Murder on the Orient Express, though, and that you connected it to that. That's pretty cool. It makes me want to read the book now. I also thought it's interesting how she herself wrote, like, mystery novels or detective novels, and she herself was involved in a mystery. Yeah. Maybe she wanted to live a mystery for a little while. Maybe. That sounds fun. <laughs> it sounds stressful. Shannon, if I go missing, I'll leave you a letter, I promise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Unless I'm kidnapped, it's going to be know that it's not me. <laughs> it's going to be a letter telling me exactly where you are, and I'm just going to be like, I don't know where she's at. <laughs> she could be anywhere. You're going to tell the police, I'm sorry, I don't feel comfortable sharing the No, I'm going to tell the police, (laughs) I have to go with you guys to search. I think she said she wanted to go to Hawaii. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) You tell them that, and you tell them that they need you for the investigation, and they have to help you, and you can't financially take that burden upon yourself while you're grieving my sudden disappearance. Exactly. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it all makes sense. And then when you get to Hawaii, you kind of disappear yourself and you go find me and then we just have a mini vacation. <laughs> and then they never heard from us again. Oh, wait, wait, we'll turn up in a spa. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii. And then we're going to be like, we told you guys in the letter. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you liked it. It was good. Good change of pace. I like it when we do stories that aren't necessarily about murder or crimes specifically, but that are more like along the edges of weird. Yeah, me too. It's fun. Well, (sighs) Well, thank you for that. So, Vada, do you want to update everybody on what's been going on with you? (sighs) Sure. No, I do. Um, So, (laughs) about two weeks ago, guess who got covid um basically what happened who did it who did you didn't say (laughs) (laughs) it's in the letters yeah just read the uh description for this episode and you'll find out 
No, um, I'm I... actually going to put it in the description. <laughs> vale, got COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, I got COVID. Um, I started getting symptoms on no- November. What the fuck? <laughs> on February 15th. It was a Monday. And I got it from my husband, who got it from his brother-in-law, who got it from, like, this whole chain of events that happened, which was really annoying, but... It is what it is, and everybody in my family who got COVID is okay. Thankfully, we're very grateful and thankful that we didn't have any severe symptoms. But I got to say that it wasn't easy. Like, I think it's one of the worst times that I've been sick, if not maybe the second, because I got a really bad flu one time. But honestly, it's just, it's not fun. I did get some days off work, but I'm telling you, me and my husband would sit on the couch opposite to each other and just kind of sit in the dark because light would really bother us. We'd get really bad migraines and all the other symptoms that come with it, including loss of taste and smell. And at some point, I didn't remember what day it was. Really? (laughs) Yeah, like one day I think... I think it was like Wednesday after I started getting my symptoms and that was when it was really bad. I promise you I felt like it had been five days because I was so miserable and we weren't doing anything. Like we had all this time. All we were doing is putting on movies and just kind of resting on the couch or like we have a mattress that we blow up in the living room. We just kind of lay there and just kind of like stared at the TV without really like being entertained, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because we were so exhausted from, like, our bodies being basically shut down that it's, I don't know, it just, it was kind of surreal because you couldn't really feel the time passing until it was just the next day and they all kind of blended together. It was really weird. But I recommend that everybody continue wearing masks. If you go to someone's house, wear a mask. Use hand sanitizer and wash your hands because it is not fun. (laughs) So that's my update for COVID. That's been my last two weeks. I just started work again on Monday, so we're all good now. I'm glad, and I'm glad, or I'm glad to hear that, you know, it hasn't been bad because, I mean, it really sucks hearing stories of other people that have gone through so much, like, you know, worse symptoms or or how they have to be. Exactly. (sighs) Yeah. So, you know, everyone be careful, take care of themselves. Yeah. It's a lot, but we'll get through it, guys. Be safe. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and cut it short. That yeah, way, I editing think also isn't long. <laughs> but, oh, remember, you have like another like 20 minutes almost. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot. I have to add that in or put it all together. But anyway, thanks, guys, for listening like always. Don't forget, you could always find us on Spotify, iTunes Podcast, SoundCloud, and Castbox. Cloud. What? Did you say something? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> saying what you were saying. Oh, right after I was like, I couldn't annoying. hear you. Anyway, <laughs> don't forget <laughs> to subscribe <laughs> so you can get notifications on when new episodes get posted. And if you guys ever have any, oh my God, I forgot the word. <laughs> Uh, if you guys ha- thank you if you guys have any suggestions regarding stories or just 
or crimes, murders, or just anything in general that you want to tell us about, you can always email us at arewaynextpodcast at gmail.com, and we'd be more than happy to reply and read on an episode. And that's all I got for you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Stay safe.